Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. What are your business challenges for 2021? Supporting an increased remote workforce? Securing and managing your expanding corporate network? Communicating with your customers, employees, and partners? Whatever your challenges and priorities for 2021, Blackfoot Communications knows it all starts with a plan. We are here to help you assess, design, implement, and support your most critical technology infrastructure initiatives. Call Blackfoot at 866-541-5000 or email business at blackfoot.com to learn how we can set you up for success in 2021 and beyond. Blackfoot. Connect to more. Freshman in high school. Dude, I played the Missoula Country Club within the last week. It ate my freaking lunch. Yeah. I had every tree on the course. Now, what did he do today? Do we have an update on this? He, we got to uh, get an update. He... He hit a he hit a long par putt on number nine to finish the front nine even and maintain his four stroke lead going okay. into the back nine. So up four. That, that nine was to go that was as of last we knew. Yeah, but look, hold on, I actually just queued up Jordan Hansen's right, t- so Twitter. Let, but Cade McDonough, a freshman uh, again at Sentinel High School, shot a two under seventy at Larchmont yesterday. He was up by four. There were three tied with a two over seventy four uh, on the boys' side. By the way, Cooper Nar of Bozeman. She led the girls' tournament by two strokes overnight. She shot a four over 76 yesterday. Uh, that's some good golf out of the boys and girls out there. Settle boys are the overall team champions. Yeah. They come in uh, at 30 over as a team, which is really good. 305 is the winning number there. It's outstanding. They beat uh, Gallatin boys by six strokes. And uh, they beat the Glacier Boys by a full 23 strokes. So great performance by Sentinel. And that is on the back of individual champion Cade McDonough. What an impressive debut for this kid, man. He's 14 years old. Incredible. He went went 70-70. Yep. Um, Three under. Again, they must. Have, they must have played a different. They must have had a, one of the holes be a different par today. I'm, I'm sure this gets old for people, but I'm. 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 I'm impressed, but I'm not happy. All I am is raging with envy and jealousy at this 14 year old kid who's out there just striping it. The thing about it is, I was watching the highlights. He. Uh, I mean, he, he hits the ball good, but 
it's not he's not an overwhelmingly powerful guy. I mean, of course not. He's a kid. He's 14 years yeah, old. Yeah, slight kid. Uh, but he's he's just so ridiculous around and on the greens. I mean, man, great job by the Montana media, I, by the way, because this is so, this golf tournaments are hard to cover because you got to go around, especially TV guys. You got to get the shot. Yeah, when they're I mean, you got to have that kid making the putt to get on the news. But uh, the, he, I saw th- three different videos of him just banging 25-footers. Yeah. He's an unbelievable putter. Two-Tell Nuanas, 102.9 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Uh, if uh, you missed anything in the first hour, check it out on the podcast. The Two-Tell Nuanas podcast is available wherever you get your podcast. Rate, review, subscribe, and listen. The uh, podcast available thanks to Blackfoot Communications. And also want to remind everybody, Matt Wells' episode of Grizz Greats is out now as well. You can get that anywhere you get your podcast. Google, Apple, Spotify, Transistor. Go to grizzgreats.com and check it out there as well. So uh, everywhere you want to go listen, you can do it and, uh, and check out that podcast series as well. Very excited about that. 361-3688, the phone number. All guests join us via the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. And if you'd like to listen live, because it's nice to do, it's easy to do on the internet, you go to 1029ESPN.com, you jump in the stream. And listen live tab. It's available thanks to Opportunity Bank of Montana, your local bank, your opportunity. We uh, we're worth noting too. We had the Gallatin, uh, the Bozeman Gallatin Skyview score, and Bozeman Gallatin's really struggling in football. Well, they, they just started. They don't have they a don't senior. Have, they don't have seniors. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Of course, that's gonna be uphill sledding. Interesting note though. You take, take se- second, take in second state golf. because the Verge twins, Justice Verge, was the the individual champion last year. I think mm. he actually might have won two in a row. But they, they transferred from Bozeman High to Gallatin. Mm. That's a hit to the Bozeman High golf program, which has perennially been a powerhouse. Yeah. Well, uh, good 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 for Gallatin to get on the board that way. That's, a, that's a, a, an outstanding showing in your first ever state tournament. I mean, that's the first state thing that Bozeman-Gallatin has ever done. And the Bozeman High girls continue their... Shredding. Just smashing Class AA. I mean, I think I can't remember the last time somebody other than Bozeman won the state championship, but they go 1-2-5. This year in the individuals, Sammy Yates is your individual champion on the girls' Okay, congratulations. There you go. Uh, Hey, every uh, Friday around here, we try and do a little uh, Garden City Spotlight, talk to the coaches. Now, we talked with Mick Morris of Hellgate yesterday because the Hellgate Knights played last night. Crosstown rivalry night in Missoula between Big Sky and Sentinel High School football. We got Dane Oliver here. Matt Johnson was not able to join us this week. Uh, just a, a, a bunch of things going on. Obviously, scheduling is is uh, is a thing when you're trying to uh, be a high school coach, a teacher, everything else that he does. So we will catch up with him next week. But wanted you to br- wanted to bring you uh, our conversation with Dane Oliver. Obviously, the Spartans are three and zero. They have been rolling people coming off a huge win in Butte fifty two seven a week ago, and now they get the Big Sky Eagles in the cr- their first cross town matchup of the season uh for uh, for sentinel so here you go our conversation with dane oliver we go to the rankage brothers rv phone line and happy to welcome in the head coach of the number one in the state by ranking and three and oh sentinel spartans dane oliver back with us coach great to have you back appreciate you being here last weekend you go to butte and butte even though they're winless right now the first two games they play were close low scoring games you went into naranchi stadium and you really blew the doors off 52 to 7 the final of that football game what went right for you and and how do you feel about being able to handle a team like that especially in a stadium and in a, in a venue like naranchi stadium well, anytime you put up 52 points and head in the fourth quarter and they, they haven't scored a touchdown, you feel pretty good. So, yeah, it's about as good as I've seen a, a team, a high school team, execute. Uh, it's just a testament to the type of kids we have here at Sentinel right now and their 
their focus and who they are as people. Um, so excited to, to get out there another Friday night. Anytime we get to keep playing, we're happy. When you have a level of talent like you guys do, sometimes complacency might be your biggest enemy or maybe not being sharp, not executing at a high level. How are you getting that buy-in from the kids? How are you getting them to, to execute like you guys have been able to the first couple weeks of the year here? Yeah, I think it goes back to just constant communication with our leaders and captains and senior class and let them know that you know games are, games are won Monday through Thursday. And so how we approach practice is, is extremely important. And, and they buy into that concept. And these guys love the game of football. So uh, it's, it's not so much about the opponent or who you're playing. It's just uh, about competitive greatness. And, and that's being at your best when you're best needed. And uh, every time we step on the field, we want to have a standard. And these guys are playing well right now. We know that a crosstown game can bring a different environment. Um, so just looking for that continued focus on execution. It is Crosstown Football Week. We'll get into the Big Sky matchup. I want to ask you about a kid who had an outstanding performance against Butte. We had Gino Leonard in here last week on the show, and he was great. But I was talking to him after we got done interviewing him, and I said, you know, who's some guys maybe you think uh, aren't pulling as many headlines as some of you star guys? And he said, well, I think that Charlie Kurgan's one of the best athletes in the entire state of Montana. And then Charlie Kurgan yeah. goes out and has a coming out party, has three touchdowns <laughs> against Butte. So what, 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 having a, just another element now, another an extra guy on film for opponents to prepare for, oh, what does that do for you guys' as offense? And what do you think of, of just his performance in general? Charlie's, uh, he had a you know, tremendous year as a sophomore, and we, we have a lot of weapons. So, we, you know, it's just about adding a little package or a little wrinkle here and there. And, uh, you know, so it was basically a goal line package. I don't want Charlie to get a big head. He had two, two one-yard touchdown runs. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. no, Tamp him down, an coach, amazing, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Bring Charlie back to earth a little bit. But, and then he had a heck of a run on a, on a shovel pass, uh, broke about 17 tackles. So, He's a tremendous athlete. We have a lot, lot of great kids that are under the radar. You know, everybody talks about uh, the kids committed to college, but you know, Donnie South was an All-State uh, safety last year, and he's playing tremendous. Um, Chase Williams is a Geno's counterpart as an inside backer, and he's had an amazing season. So there's a lot of kids, and really been been the focus led by Geno is just team-based approach. And um, when when you when you take that mentality it's amazing what can get accomplished and so just a testament to the kind of kids we have right now you know you talked a little bit earlier by the way dan oliver head coach of the sentinel spartans football team joining us talked earlier about sort of uh wanting to go out and maintain a standard and and working on executing you know every play and so forth and colter and i've talked a little bit in fact quite a lot about what looks to be a pretty clear line of separation between the really good teams in the state uh, at the double level and and kind of the rest of the teams in the state right now that are that are trying to figure it out and trying to build something. But when you play opponents who you know you feel like you know you're, you're probably going to do pretty well against, what is it that you do to try and continue to get better each week? Well, I always go back to the fundamentals of football and that's blocking and tackling. So that's something we work every, every single day. Um, and if you go farther in the season, you want to be smart about that. But, um, so we just try to have a system or a process of how we teach those basic fundamentals. And, and I always look for, you know, pre-snap operation. Are we lining up? Are we snapping the ball? Um, are we getting in a good stance? You know, so that's where we can hone in on these kids and, and keep their main their focus, and we also recognize we've been doing this long enough to know that uh, any team can can surprise you, and so we we don't look past anybody. It's just a matter of 
and what's worked for us is just focusing on the Spartans um, and, and how, how we approach playing the game of football. Um, when you do that, sometimes you, you tend to get a more consistent result. Garden City Spotlight each Friday. Each of the three Class AA head football coaches join us here on Tutel Nuanas. Right now being joined by Missoula Sentinels' Dane Oliver. Coach Crosstown, you mentioned the Eagles. Big Sky versus Sentinel tonight, Missoula County Public Stadium. What do you expect from this matchup, and what sort of challenges Big Sky present? I think everything starts at number seven, Mr. Janicaro. You know, you got to know where he's at. He's a big, strong, athletic kid. Yeah, he hurt us a couple years ago as a sophomore, and unfortunately, uh, you know, he was out last year when we played him. So we know what he's capable of, um, and that you're going to get a scrappy team uh, takes on the personality of their head coach and. And they always seem to to, to keep this game close. Uh, whenever we play, we've had some great battles over the years. So don't expect anything different tonight. Dan, we appreciate the time. Good luck tonight against Big Sky. Awesome. Thanks for having me. You bet. Dan Oliver joining us on our uh, tr- Garden City spotlight. There we go. Got to go, get my te- Treasure State, Garden City. You know, there's all the electric city, the mining city, the magic city. We got to get them all sorted out here. Where are we at? One thing that you really become honed into and accustomed to when you're a sports writer is all the different ways you can refer to places, schools, and teams. I like here. That's my favorite reference. Like when uh, when North Dakota was in the league and there was a the couple years where they weren't the Fighting Sioux and they weren't yet the Fighting Hawks, so the only way you could refer to North Dakota was North Dakota or UAD, mm-hmm. just over and over and over again. So repetitive. Even just having the mascot to throw in there, you could just put it on like a little That's rotation right. and you don't have to repeat yourself. But I always found it so interesting when I was working in and covering so many different sporting events in Bozeman because the Mining City, Butte, the Garden City, Missoula, the Electric City, Great Falls, the Magic City, Billings, Bozeman, nothing. Right. Why don't they have a nickname? I mean, they're working at it. <laughs> But it hasn't quite caught on yet. You know, we got to figure out what that's going to be. Man, I remember when this is, I mean, I was, this wasn't even really that long ago. I remember circa 2003, 2004, yeah. going to Bozeman yeah. to play a high school football game. Mm-hmm. Like, stop at the Town and Country Foods. It's on the corner of Maine and 19th. And, like, that was the first thing in town. And now it's like there's a whole city mm-hmm. on there, from there to the freeway now. It's amazing. The urban sprawl there is just Amazing! I can't even believe it. Just call it, uh, you know, Yellowstone Club North or something like that. <laughs> the Yellowstone Town. Yeah. The Yellowstone City. The Yellowstone City. Gateway to the stone. Man, I, I can't believe that we got Carolyn to come back and do a segment now that she's famous. We're going to get to that. The chick who doesn't know sports is coming up in just a moment. But Coulter, quickly, since we uh, did have Dane on here. Big Sky Sentinel tonight, okay, that's great. But there's a couple of big games, and the other one is in Billings between Senior and West, first crosstown rivalry game there. Skyview, by the way, got their second consecutive win after having lost 22 in a row. So congratulations to them. Uh, understand it's against Bozeman Gallatin. is their third or fourth game in the history of the entire high school. There's no seniors. Okay, but you know what? It's a win, and it's it is a win that was backed up you know, with a win last week. So congratulations to them on getting it, but at the end of the day, the two best teams in the East, uh, and you know, throw Bozeman in there if and when Caden Iden comes back. But, Kenneth Iden. Uh, excuse me, Kenneth Iden. 
is Bozeman uh, is is Billings senior and Billings West, and they're playing yep. each other tonight. And this is probably going to be for what will will become the top spot in the East when you talk about the state rankings and and uh, and uh, the state tournament uh, uh, setup seating. So this is a huge game tonight. No question, and it's going to be a very revealing game in terms of who is in the driver's seat in the East. It's really interesting from a matchup perspective, too, because as we heard Mick Morris say on the show yesterday, pretty much everybody in Class AA, I mean, I would actually honestly say I think probably 12 of the 16 teams in Class AA have a Division One guy on their team. Even teams like, I mean, I think Hellgate, I think they have a couple. Looks like it. Uh, I think a couple of their juniors. I mean, I think the Ian Finch kid is a D1 guy. I think the... Tell me the 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 breakout star from last twelve night. receptions, three hundred forty eight yards for Leo Filardi. Leo Filardi. We hope we're yeah, I mean, pronouncing he, that name correct. He's probably uh, going to get a little recruiting interest after that performance. I would think so. But then he's talking about Big Sky. I mean, Colter Jack Carroll is absolutely Big Sky guy in my opinion. I think he, he could play for the Grizz for sure. Yeah. Um, but this Billings Senior Billings West game is going to be flush with talent because you already have multiple guys on West, both Neil Daly and Paul Brock committed to the Cats. You got Junior Bergen, who's going to commit somewhere. He's got, I mean, he's got an Air Force offer. He's got Montana, Montana State. But from a matchup perspective, the uh, Broughton Daly coming off the edge—that's the best pair of edge guys in the in the state. Junior Bergen's playing quarterback now. They're running a lot of zone read stuff. He presses the edge quite often. They'll be able to keep him in the pocket better than anybody else in the East. So what does Junior Bergen do? How can he get loose? Can he get in a rhythm throwing it? Because he relies so much on his legs. He's such a great athlete. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll see. But this is definitely a litmus test. This is a state playoff type game. And it's the first big game for one of the top four teams since the opener when Billings Senior took down Bozeman. No doubt. Well, looking forward to it. All the action across the state at the high school level uh, tonight in uh, in the first, uh, uh, well, the first weekend of the Class A and down of non-divisional matchups. They get to go up north in uh, Class A in the west and uh, play, play south ver- north versus south, even though they're staying on the same side of the state here uh, this season. Two-Tail Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio. Quick break. We're going to launch into a high-end Friday with Carol and the Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports. This is one you do not want to miss, I promise you, next. Coulter, obviously, if people are traveling, you got to have them stay somewhere else, not with you. That's true even when COVID isn't going on, and especially now. So you send them out to the Wingate. We know that. That's obvious. What you might not know is about all the meeting space they have out there, convention space, and even personal office space, because God knows I can't stand being with you any much longer. I'm going out there. I'm going to lock up my own personal office at the Wingate. You can do the same thing. If you need a business space, whether it's for yourself personally or or you're just tired of doing Zoom meetings, you just want to see other humans, but you want to be socially distanced, the Wingate has great business meeting rooms. You can space out. They have all the hookups and technology you're going to need for any sort of meeting or presentation. Or if you're like Ryan and you just want to have a place where you can work in peace and quiet, the Wingate Inn also a great option for those that live and work around Western Montana and the city of Missoula. If you have anybody coming through town or you want to get your kids out of the house, Wingate also has awesome rooms, great business rates. The pool is back open. They've done a great job of making sure that's going be safe for you and your family. The Wingate Inn, located in Missoula, it's an excellent option for business travelers, local business people, or anybody coming through the city of Missoula. Let the Wingate Inn make you feel at home even when you're not.
Welcome back to Telling Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Good to be with you on this very fine Friday afternoon. We want to have a little bit of fun with you here. Now, uh, got to let you know, uh, our dear friend Carolyn, she does no sports, couldn't be here today in studio with us. So she was here earlier, but Coulter couldn't be here at that time. So this is a two-person. This is like a like a more intimate one-on-one conversation. I'm so sad I missed this. Man. What a great one, but enjoy. You're going to understand why very quick. This is one of the best ever. Make sure to stay tuned, too, because we have uh, Iron Grizz giveaway for you right after this. Absolutely. Check who doesn't know sports presented by the Iron Grizz in Missoula. Friends, it's Friday, and once again, the Iron Grizz brings us Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports, and I can tell you, uh, if you are a fan of this segment, if you're not a fan of this segment, this is going to be the greatest chick who doesn't know sports that we've <laughs> ever done. This might be the last one because you are kind such of a huge yeah. star now, Carolyn. I'm pretty much the biggest thing to hit Missoula since the Grizz. Right. Mm-hmm. Way to bring it back. Or to Lewis the and Clark. Front. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Lewis and Clark. Significant. Um, so uh, I don't care about anything that's happened in the world of sports. I don't care what you have in your notepad. The only thing I care about is, as we spoke about last week, this week, you became a star. You went down. Uh, well, I don't even know where you went. And we're on Yellowstone, the show Yellowstone, starring Kevin Costner as an extra. That's right. Extra, extra. Read all about it. My gosh. What an awesome thing this is. I'm I'm shaking. I'm shaking. I'm nervous to speak to you You now. You should be. Uh, Okay. Well, tell us all about it, but don't spill anything. Hashtag no spoilers. You're shooting season four, right? They're shooting season four. Season four. So I don't even know when seasons come out on this. How do do we know how this works? Based on my research, it looks like it comes out in June and then like runs through August. So you have to wait like almost a year yeah. with all this information just pent up inside? How yeah. are you going to do this? I don't know. It's it's tough stuff. I mean, people have been begging for information and I just, I am, this is how, this do is how serious I am. Oh yeah. You're a fan of the oh, show? Oh, big time. It's so great So when show. you were there, were you like, oh man, this is happening? That's happening? I can't believe this person. Yes. And my husband was texting me like, don't be yourself. <laughs> 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 he didn't well, say it quite like that, but that's it, how I got it. Did you just say, well, that's what an actress is? I said, I am being cool, believe it or not. And then I think he said, like, did you say anything stupid yet? And I was like, well, of course. <laughs> but Now, here's one thing I want to touch on. Uh, you and our good friend Ben Weinman from yes. ABC Fox, news anchor at ABC Fox, was also an anchor, aptly... I, th- I think I get to say this right. He was a he was a reporter. He was playing a reporter. Yes, as was I. Were you a reporter? Yes. Okay. I think that's how I got the gig because I said I worked in media. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> and my I looks, mean, obviously. Nothing but. says journalism like a little TMZ sports update that's on right. the weekly on that's TPL right. Nuanas. Okay, so you and Ben and others presumably were down yep. there and or over there or whatever. I don't even. We were uh, right no. downtown Missoula. Oh, is that where? Yeah, okay, it was right downtown. at the courthouse. So down there, yeah. Yeah. So we, I was um, downtown. So how? But how great to be with Ben. 
Yes, he was so funny. We had so much fun. He, there's one point I can't tell because it, it will be a spoiler, but I burst out laughing so hard because he said something to me, like whispered something to me, and it was so funny uh, that I'll have to wait until season four airs. To you know, it's interesting because our our, our friends uh, who you know do the news and stuff around town, and Ben, you know, he started in the sports world in yes. Missoula and then moved over to the uh, news desk where he does a great job with Angela Marshall there. And uh, but then you're like, okay, well, you know, this is like a serious person who's you know reporting on important things and doing this and he does an awesome job of that he's also just a delightful individual yeah. and fun to be around and you know yeah you, he was a blast you don't get a ton of opportunity for commentary on the news desk is i guess what i'm saying right you know so maybe this was his opportunity to let loose and make the kids in class laugh while the teacher's up there actually trying to get work done with the shooting of a major major right. television event he also broke some sports news to me while we were there Whoa. to use for this segment. I'll get to it later. Oh, okay. Well, uh, here's what I want to know. Just give me like the, like the, 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 the overall takeaway of having done this, like not about the show, but just like you went and you were in a big, you know, yeah. setting and scene that's like high level stuff with major stars. And it was, first of all, the crew are so nice. They were, they, I, I would tell them that my son wants to make movies because there's a lot of sitting around and they'd say like, oh, ask me anything. What do you want to know? And mm. they were just all so nice and kind. And then, I mean, it was it was just probably one of the best days ever. Just people were great. I don't know. It was awesome. And seeing how many people in Montana are employed by this, com by this whole process mm. and thinking about what that does for our economy, like got me yeah. so happy. I was like, oh, this is so great. Right. And there were people downtown, I guess downtown was just a buzz, like with everything going on and people were so excited and it just, I loved every second of it. Well, that is yeah. phenomenal. I'm glad you got to do that. I am riveted. I, I can't believe I have nine or 10 months to sit here and wait. Same. I've waited nine or 10 months for an exciting delivery before. In fact, three times yeah, that's happened Yeah, but nothing for me. like this, nothing. Pales in comparison to waiting to see what you, uh, you know, have for us in store in a non-speaking extra part on Yellowstone. I mean, I think I'm going to win an Emmy for this extra performance. I'm pretty sure that's a category. There is, yeah. yeah. Best, Best extra, extra in a feature television mm -hmm. series. Yeah, so no doubt so I'm going to win an Emmy. Well, I, if you and Ben go head to head, I don't want any bad blood. Oh, no. I mean, it, it would be an honor just to be nominated. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, well, congratulations. <laughs> We're thrilled about your appearance on Yellowstone. Thank you. And watch Yellowstone on the Paramount Network. <laughs> <laughs> this is my press. You're, you're doing this for yourself so you can say you're promoting your show. This is. I mean, listen, I don't mess around here. Okay. Stuff. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what else you got for us, Carolyn? What breaking news did Ben offer you to uh, use on the segment? Ben today? walks over to me and says, I've got some, I've got something for your segment. Chick who doesn't know sports. Wow. Patrick Mahomes, Mahomey, Mahomey. Is this real? <laughs> yes. No. Pat, what's his name? <laughs> I am like, even for you, this is Mahomes. This is low. Mahoney's? <laughs> Not Mahoney's. It's Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Don't, don't hit the mic with your ring. Sorry. 
you're in here with this gaudy diamond on now that you're so rich and one of the beautiful people. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, who does not, who actually, I don't know what he likes, but his mother is adamant that Pat is not his name. Oh. Patrick. Patrick. Well, mother. I got that part right. Can Patrick, my homies. My yes. homies. His girlfriend, fiance is pregnant. Okay. Um, which is very exciting. Right. I did Not l- nearly as exciting as the nine month wait we have no. for your part in Yellowstone. I mean, who's going to be more excited about like this baby or the premiere of Yellowstone? Duh. Yeah. I'm excited. And then I did some little, little research on her and she is quite, she was a huge soccer star in college and high school. And then now she's like a fitness guru online and she's not just some like, you know, Insta model that I thought she was. So what is the part of this that's breaking news that Ben gave to you? That she's pregnant. I mean, this, this, this is a major disappointment. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot, I can't believe, (laughs) you know, you drinking water in a snarky fashion is bad radio. Like people can't appreciate what it is that you've just. Close your eyes and imagine I'm drinking water in a snarky fashion. Yes. Uh, okay, so she's pregnant. Well, congratulations to uh, the happy couple. Uh, the Mahomes family. The Mahomes family. <laughs> the soon-to-be Mahomes family. Okay, here's some other breaking news. Okay. I don't know if you know this, but we're in the midst of a global pandemic. That is mm. not the breaking news. Mm. The breaking news is the Tampa Bay Lightning yes. won the thing, the this. Stanley Cup. <laughs> Sorry. I told you, I mean, this might be my last one because my head is in the clouds. They won the Stanley Cup, indeed. They came out, and it's tradition to share the cup and drink champagne, much like in church when you're taking communion. Very much like in church. I've envisioned often how much communion and celebrating a Stanley Cup championship are almost the same. You know what? Real quick, before I go any further, I think it would be really funny if someone from the Tampa Bay Lightning took the Stanley Cup to church and they did communion out of it as a surprise. Um, I would be 100% into it. Yeah. Yeah. Would you go to church for that? I would. Okay. All right. Back to this. So they ended up um, sharing the Stanley Cup with fans. So fans were drinking out of it. Yeah. The players were drinking out of it. Yeah. Not only is it cold and flu season, but... It's COVID season. In yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's cold and flu season in Tampa, Florida. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but I, I'm aware of uh, the bad look that that is, and perhaps just not even look, just the bad choice that that is at this present time. Right. Um, not a good look, as the teens would say. I watched the Stanley Cup final, uh, all of all six games, and the uh, the win by Tampa in game six was an exciting and riveting and thrilling thing as any championship is, particularly for me, the Stanley Cup championship, which I think is, well, as good as it gets. It was also so very evident what you didn't get as a matter of an experience, both for a viewer and I would think especially for a player, of having no one be there for it. And 
uh, you know, it loses. I, I think hockey actually loses the least in its game by not having fans because there's already glass up. And I don't know how much the players really even hear the fans during the course of a game. I'm sure they do, but not like you do in basketball right. or even, you know, baseball, football, whatever. But at the point that you've won the thing and it's just Nobody. silent. Right. It's really bizarre. And it, it, the, the, the accomplishment doesn't lose anything but the experience i think loses something and i could understand just the overwhelming desire to share in this joy that has been your entire professional venture in life with the people who care very much that you've done this thing should you be sharing drinks out of the stanley cup today probably you shouldn't be but i also i i'm i'm pretty hard to sit here and castigate the group given what I saw and what I understand, like the, you know, experience to have been and maybe not been what it, what it normally is. Tell me if you were there and you're outside and a lightning player handed you the Stanley cup after he took a sip out of it, after like four other fans took a sip out of it, would you take a sip? I'm a big experience guy. And like, Let's put it like this. I've done some things that I probably shouldn't have done that were still well worth having done because I got to do them. And I don't know for sure that I do it, but I have an impression that I probably would. I do. I feel like you would. Yeah. I would probably. So, and then maybe that's why I'm, I'm, I'm being soft here and passing judgment. I'm sitting here saying that's a bad idea and a bad idea that I would also right. do. Right. Right. I would probably hold it over my face and then like just let it pour in. Not oh, actually so you, take oh, a sip. Very, very safe. I'm just, yes. it might be a little bit better. Or just, pour it through my mask, maybe. You know, your children are old enough now, but my son is not where any drink that he takes, half of it is back in the thing. With the, some of his meal. Right. Right. So you're like, you always give them the bottom of the glass if right. you're sharing because you're like, the rest is yours, my right. friend. So what the key is, is just to be in the front of the line. Noted. You know. All right. Next, Stanley Cup championship in a pandemic. If I'm there, I'll be in the front of the line. Yeah. Okay. Get there. Get there first. Okay. Okay. Other exciting news. Oh, boy. The, I, how could we do more than this? Yes. The Rock has announced the XFL is coming back in 2022. Can you smell <laughs> what The Rock is cooking? Is that right? That is yeah. breaking news. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. 2022. Yep. So they're, they're playing, if I remember, in the spring, right? Is they, it, is I the, think they're going to scrap that plan and just go full force for 2022. But but what I mean is still it's the spring of 2022, oh, um, right? It doesn't say. Or maybe the summer leading into, the, I, I don't remember. Probably, I, I mean, I would imagine you wouldn't play in the fall, right? I think that they were trying to do a thing where they could get guys looks so that then XFL could act as like a, a secondary you know, market for NFL teams. Like the Canadian football up. team? Yes. Yeah. Maybe something like that. So they're going to take this year off and reconvene in 2022. Yep. Tell you what, these these uh, these secondary professional f- American football leagues have had a pretty tough go here recently. Yeah, well. F in the XFL. <laughs> well, I didn't realize The Rock was part of the XFL. This kind of mm. changes things. Does it? Yeah. I love The Rock. I love what he's cooking. Okay. <laughs> well, 
Um, I mean, no. That's I, who doesn't love Dwayne Johnson? How can you? you know? How no, can you he's, not? He's great. Yeah. I just you know I don't think that uh, you know he's not playing. I know. So it's going to be you know. Are you going to sit down and actually watch a game that he's not even at because he's you know a part of the league? No. Well, that's that's <laughs> the point, isn't it? I don't know, but I I'm not going to watch it. Okay. I mean, maybe I will, so we can talk about it here. Mm. The gotcha. 2022 is a long way away. I mean, I'll probably be in Hollywood. Probably? Yeah. Certainly. Every great Hollywood story starts for a female at age 44. Isn't that the truth? They love middle-aged women there. a very good point. Yeah. So I'm sure it's fine. Congratulations on your big break. <laughs> we're all very happy for you, though. We're sad to lose you as part of our valued group here. Well, nothing set in stone. You know Hollywood. It's fickle. One day you're hot. One day you're winning an Emmy for being the best extra, and the next you're, you know, on Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports. Slumming it on ESPN yeah, Radio. Exactly. You tell Nuanas. The Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports is brought to us by the Iron Grizz, who smells all the good things that are cooking. <laughs> Carolyn, thank you. Thank you. I mean, just too good to be true. She's a natural superstar. Say offensive line, Coulter. <laughs> The Kick Who Doesn't Know Sports brought to us again by the Iron Grizz. The Iron Grizz, an outstanding American bistro. One of the hidden, though becoming less and less hidden gems uh, of uh, of the city of Missoula. Great spot to eat, sit out on the patio at the University Golf Course, just there off of South Avenue. The University Golf Course, obviously great views, perfect time of year. I mean, if I wasn't doing this radio show with you, that's where I'd want to be sitting right this very second. You know what I mean? And you know what I'd like to do? Enjoy an appetizer and maybe a glass of wine. And you know what? That's what we have for the people, isn't it, Coulter? Offensive line. We got a <laughs> bottle of wine and an app from the Iron Grizz. Give us a call right now. I think that all the apps there are pretty darn good. Top shelf of the work that's being done there, food-wise, drink-wise, the whole They're thing. They're really good with pairing the wine with the great food, mm. too. They got a Cajun menu going right now. So ask them. I mean, maybe try yourself a little Malbec to go with your spicy Cajun food. Sounds pretty darn good. Give us a call right now, though. First call, 361-3688. Got a gift certificate for a bottle of wine and a free appetizer at the Iron Grizz. Iron Grizz, Missoula's most sustainable and delicious restaurant you'll find on the south side of town, right there, located at the base of Mount Sentinel at the University of Montana Golf Course. Go try the Iron Grizz American Bistro today. What are your business challenges for 2021? Supporting an increased remote workforce? Securing and managing your expanding corporate network? Communicating with your customers, employees, and partners? Whatever your challenges and priorities for 2021, Blackfoot Communications knows it all starts with a plan. We are here to help you assess, design, implement, and support your most critical technology infrastructure initiatives. Call Blackfoot at 866-541-5000 or email business at blackfoot.com to learn how we can set you up for success in 2021 and beyond. Blackfoot, connect to more. Second inning of the last wild card game of the wildest wild card season of Major League Baseball's history is happening right now. 0 0 between the Cardinals and Padres. They play in the second. It's 2 Tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. 
happy Friday, boys and girls. Thanks for rolling with us into your weekend. We are happy to be with you. If you missed anything in the show, you check it out on the podcast, the Two Telling Wonders podcast, available anytime you would like it. That is the nature of what podcasts are. Made to order when you want them, but faster than food. Is that right? The, the food thing, that's what they say, made to order in the restaurant biz. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, just go ahead and check the thing out, okay? Wherever you get your podcast, you tell them the podcast, rate, review, subscribe, and listen. Thanks to Blackfoot Communications. Coulter, we are uh, like less than 10 minutes away from the end of the show right here. Mm-hmm. It's game two of the NBA Finals. We haven't even spoken a word about it. Obviously, game one was a blowout. I think a 45-point swing from in about two quarters of play, actually, a little over two quarters of play from, you know, about eight minutes into that game till, uh, you know, late in the third quarter. The Lakers blow out the heat, but also the heat just come up tremendously lame, physically speaking. I mean, yeah, with I mean, the injuries that they have to deal with, changes the complexion of the series tremendously. Time. Yeah, I mean, it's so Bam, disappointing, right? Bam Adebayo and Goran Dragic are out. Are out. For this, game. Yeah, they're out for tonight, and I mean, Jimmy Butler will see what he has, you know, it, physically speaking. Because, I mean, that, that ankle roll wasn't the worst you'll ever see, but it was it, it was significant. Good. It wasn't good. Uh, like we talked about with Danny Sprinkle, Montana State basketball coach yesterday, we were breaking down the finals. The Lakers' size advantage in this series is so profound, mm-hmm. especially when they roll that lineup out there where they're playing um, LeBron, James, Kyle Kuzma, Dwight Howard, and Anthony Davis together. I mean, Kyle Kuzma is as tall as Bam Adebayo. <laughs> and so then you have like three other guys that are bigger than the biggest Heat player on the floor. Right. Gives you such a huge rebounding advantage. And the Lakers, they don't lose anything on D. It's just such a good matchup for the Lakers and such a bad matchup for the Heat. And it gets worse when you take out two of your best players. I, I just think it's so uphill sledding for the Heat tonight. Yeah, I mean, I, I nobody. Thinks, you wonder. I mean, you wonder if Eric Spolster just is kind of like, hey, you know, we'll, we'll give it our best shot, but I'm not going to burn Jimmy Butler. You know, yeah. I mean, if if the Heat are down 25 in the third quarter, I would not be surprised if they shut it down. And said, all right, well, let's let's get back for game three. Um, a couple of the guys who you know, if the upset is going to be pulled, first of all, Jake Crowder had had an awful shooting throughout this postseason, particularly in the in the Eastern Conference Finals but was great in game one, and especially early. I think he was four or five in the first quarter from beyond the arc, just making it rain. And that was one of the things that got Miami out to that very early lead. But when you're, if you have a size disadvantage in terms of length, in terms of height, and when you're missing one of your bigs, and you know, in, in, in Bam Adebayo, the thing that you absolutely have to pull this thing off is shooting. And so that's why I think Tyler Hero... And Duncan Robinson are two guys that just, they have to be absolutely can't miss. They have to be lights out tonight, not for a little while, for all the while. Even And, and, and that is, you know, that is your best case scenario. And obviously Jimmy Butler's Jimmy Butler is going to have to be the best player in this game for the Heat to have a look at this. Yes. And I don't think that's likely. I mean, I just. I don't think it's possible. Well, you know, possible, here, here, maybe, here's, maybe here's not. The th- here's the thing, though. Throughout this time in the bubble, yeah, we've seen guys that previously it was very rare and or had never happened in big games have bad games. Mm-hmm. Pre pre twenty twenty pre bubble, Kawhi Leonard had never had really a he'd never laid an egg in an impactful playoff game. 
Yeah. He did. Paul George continues to. That's a trend. That's a disturbing trend if you're the Clippers. Giannis Antetokounmpo, I mean, he came back down to earth a couple times during this playoffs. I think LeBron James is so locked in right now that I think that he's above that, though. I, I just could not see LeBron James just laying an egg. No. I mean, who, and, and so the only way that, that Jimmy Butler can be better than LeBron James, which you're right, he has to be for the Heat to win this game, is if LeBron plays poorly. And that's just not going to happen. It's, it's, no, it's not going to happen. Uh, who, who was I listening to? Earlier? Imagine being able to reach the point as an athlete where you truly can't have a bad game. Well, it's, you know, like me on the radio is really <laughs> what it's like. Um, I was listening to uh, the baseball telecast uh, earlier today, and it fails me at this very moment who it was. I'll think of who it was, but they said, here's the thing. If baseball, you know, if a baseball player, excuse me, if, if LeBron James has a bad game, it means he went 16, 8, and 7. You know, like that's LeBron James having a bad game. Tim Kirchin, that's who it was. He goes, in baseball, if you have a bad game, you don't have a hit. Nothing happens. You, you, don't, four times. you do zero things that are helpful to your team in a game. It's not possible. And for LeBron James, he could play a, quote, bad game. Here's the only judge for LeBron right now. You can't look at stat lines because it's all just, they're going to be loaded up. It has to be impact. Like what was the level of of fingerprint as it were that he has on a game and in the NBA finals it's going to be all over it it's just what it's going to be this is what he's here to do this is it this is what he's here to do and he understands especially in this year that this is you know his moment and this is hello his 10th one this ain't new for him this isn't something that he's not quote unquote prepared for or that the moment's going to be something different like there's guys, man, who are great, unbelievably all-pro-level talented players that aren't ready for the moment or the moments as they come. And LeBron is, I don't think, first of all, ever had that. And second of all, if he ever did, is way past, so far past that it's not even worth talking about. The other guy I want to talk about, though, is Anthony Davis. I said I wanted to see something out of Anthony Davis in Game 1. Some fire, some snarl, something to show me what he is about. Did you? I did and I didn't. Here's the thing. It's not that he's never done it. It's that he doesn't always do it. You understand? Like, you appreciate the difference out there, like Mm -hmm. the difference between this is who you are and as opposed to this is what you sometimes are capable of. There's a huge difference there. I'm not convinced this is what Anthony Davis is, who he is. But I did see it in game one, what I wanted to see. I will say, as a caveat, I also saw it when the Lakers were up 20 and steamrolling towards a blowout. And it, I give him, I mean, he had a great game, Sam Stern, 34 points, I think it was in game one. And, and emotional leadership, which you don't see out of Anthony Davis very often. If, if it's late in a game and it's a two, a one, two point game, we saw it with the shot, right? The big three pointer that he hit to, 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 you know, hit a game winner. But, Will we see it when it matters? And frankly, at this point, will there be a moment where it's needed? I'm not right. sure there will be. I know. Because so, that's the thing about the Lakers right now, too. You can see it. They got the look in they their eyes. They got it. And, well, they got the look in their eyes. And the, the Heat, who came in with all of the swagger and all the confidence in the world, you, it's hard to have when 40% of your teammate playing a game and your best player is also, you know, hobbled. It is. But even before those injuries, the Heat were in control of this game for like 10 minutes. And then... Yep. For the rest of worked. for the rest worked. for the rest of this game, they looked like a complete and utter mismatch. Like it yeah. looked like this is like this is going to be four straight 
25 point blow ups. Here's, here's the response that I'll give to that just to try and add some, you know, something to the scale on the other side. I've seen a whole lot of NBA. I remember, I, I believe it was Lakers Warriors that went seven games and none of the first six were 20, were, were less than 20 points. But it was team A blowing out team B. And then the next night, Team B blowing out Team A. And so basketball is a funky game that way. And the game, as it develops, becomes its own entity every single night. It's part of the the beauty and the fun of it. And so because the Lakers looked like and were a complete and total mismatch for, you know, three quarters and five minutes of that basketball game in game one certainly does not mean that that is just going to repeat itself. And certainly I, I don't expect that it will. The, the much bigger deal is is just the physical issues now that the Miami Heat are in. I think that Eric Spolstra, you know, has an opportunity and, and will come through in terms of his response from not even a motivational, but a tactical sort of side of this thing and asking his guys to tap into what, what they have built into themselves in the grit, in the toughness, in, you know, the energy and all of that. And also, he's going to have to come up with some pretty remarkable basketball things, too, in order to keep this game close. That said, game one, the Lakers were a four and a half point favorite. No surprise tonight. They are a ten and a half point favorite in game two in the bubble. And and I think that number is, you know, it ain't too low. No, no doubt. No doubt. I hope the Heat can get back healthy in short order. Else, I think this is going to be a pretty anticlimactic NBA Finals. Yeah, I mean, if... It, if it out even one game really sways this series against the Miami Heat, if if Dragic and Bam Adebayo are out anything more than tonight and are anything less than 95% when they return, it's over. I mean, it, it's easy to say it is over. I'm not prepared to say it yet, but this is this is this is as big a one game hole as it is possible to climb into. I thought that the the finals too in the bubble had been. We only have one game, but I was watching highlights of the Cavs Warriors from a couple years back. The bubble's been great. It's no, it, it doesn't compare. Those were heavyweight no, title fights. No, no, it's, 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 a, it's a whole different thing. Boys and girls, have a wonderful weekend. We got South Carolina, Florida for you. College football tomorrow. Seattle Seahawks on Sunday. And, uh, of course, NBA Finals Game 3 on Sunday evening as well. Enjoy Game 2 tonight. We'll have it for you here on ESPN Radio coming up in a half an hour. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. We'll be back with you on Monday. To tell anyone is ESPN Radio. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold, or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore. Your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.